0: You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of gsruntacouch.com. This is coming late on a Sunday night, it has been a hell of a week. And I I feel like I can't say that enough in 2020, but um, no, this has been a stupidly rough week. Um, Work has been difficult, especially with the Introduction of college basketball to things and not knowing what a schedule is going to look like even the next day. It's required constant surveillance, which has left me with limited time to be able to plan episodes and record. And, and with news of um, a couple of friends going through some... Um really rough things. it's it's kind of zap things. One on a more personal level and one more affecting y'all. Um, I'm gonna start with the personal one first. Uh, when this whole COVID pandemic thing started, there were essentially two people who I really did not want to get it above all else. One was my roommate, because not only would that mean it was very likely I would get it, but she is one of two people who I know who have a lot of underlying health issues that would make it very difficult to survive. The other is one of the friends I've had who's known that I was who I was for longer than anyone. And when she came out a year later to me, you know, it, it pretty much solidified us as sisters, despite never having met. She was the other person for the exact same reason as my roommate, and unfortunately, her father was infected and passed it on to her. And she's been battling it all week. And so far, it's it's not going great. And it's really tough to think about that. Not only losing a person who you have that kind of bond with, but who you both are just, like, at the starting point of a new life, and to think that there's a chance that someone might not get to live that to the fullest. It just seems cruel. It seems inhumane. And I remain hopeful that she'll be able to fight it, and her father will be able to fight it, and they will both not become just a statistic just a number of this cruel virus but I know I've been relatively sheltered here in Nova Scotia and I know people who have gotten it in other places and they've come out on the other side but like I said this is someone who I really really hoped would not join that list. And, um, yeah, it's been weighing on my mind a lot. And I'm sorry I haven't been able to give y'all the, um, the coverage to the fullest, but the prospect of losing her is weighing heavily right now, so... I'm going to do my best. And Zoe, if you hear this, keep fighting. Keep fighting, girl. I do still want to hang out at some point in the future. I don't want it to be at your gravesite. Um, pivoting from that to a slightly less serious, um bit of negative news. Um, Blue Jays fans learned uh, that friend of the show and Blue Jays play-by-play announcer Mike Wilner would not be returning in that role in 2021. Um, He held the full-time play-by-play role for two years after the retirement of Jerry Howarth, um, hosted the call-in show for Almost 20 years. And it was a very sudden move. Um, Wilner was nothing but magnanimous on Twitter in making the announcement. And it's, it's really weird. Like, it didn't seem like... There was any reason for it. Um, neither party has made a reason known for the departure. And it's it's been a subject of speculation in the media, um, especially with the news that, you know, uh, Rogers is looking at a new stadium for the Blue Jays, which... That's something we're going to be talking about in another episode. I, I want to devote one episode um, in the coming week to the stadium issue. So we will be doing that at that point. But, yeah, you know, I know Wilner was a bit of a, a polarizing figure at times, depending on who you talk to amongst Blue Jays fans. He was either a voice who knew how to handle a Toronto fan base that he grew up in. Or he was a guy who, you know, was a step below a guy like Jerry Howarth in calling a game. In the time that I've gotten to know Mike, um, both on and off the mic, (sighs) um... Wilner has been an absolute gentleman. Um, He um, responded very quickly once I was able to get a hold of him and, and, you know, encourage him to come onto the show. He's done the show a few times, gotten a lot of great content, a lot of great talk out of him help keep me sane during the lack of baseball when we were both doing our simulations cuz that's that's how much of a baseball guy Mike Wilner was he cared that deeply about the game that he would he would do like a lot of fans he would do it himself if he had to and he brought that level of passion and that level of commitment to every role he had with the Blue Jays on SportsNet and in dealing with the fans, um, I I forget who uh, who tweeted out the rules of Blue Jay's chat afterwards. Um, I think his name was Scott, but some of the things on there just perfectly crystallized what the Toronto fan base is about, and. It, it takes a very deft hand to be able to handle that kind of fan base. You have to be able to know not not just what buttons are going to be hit, but what possible buttons there are going to be for that fan base. And, and Wilner was one of the best at handling them. He, again, was a guy who grew up in Toronto, knew the Blue Jays from the time... You know he he could follow them, and brought that level of passion and commitment. And I I am not sure what the plan is, um, for the uh, Blue going forward. I know the TV studio had Dan Shulman and Buck Martinez, and if this is a move to bring Dan Shulman north, I mean it'd be interesting. But I do think you lose a lot not having. A guy like Mike Wilner, you know, be a focal point for the fan base, and it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. Um, but either way, um, it it appears that you know the the fan base was able to make their feelings known for for Wilner. He is very appreciative of all the love and kindness shown. Um, Mike, if you're hearing this, I just want to thank you for for everything I said on on Twitter. For being, you know, kind. For being a good ally. For being, um, just uh, more than generous with your time, and you know, just being a paragon of what a person with the jay should be. A person who is in that sphere, should be. Someone who's eager to share that feeling with others and, and wants that feeling to be spread. Because that's something baseball needs a lot of right now. People who are willing to be ambassadors and willing to spread those feelings and grow the game that way. MLB sure as hell isn't doing a good job of it. So they need ambassadors like that. And Mike was one of the good ones. So um, hopefully... You know, sometime in the future, we'll be able to have Mike on again. Um, I will be trying to get in touch with him. So, you know, I I don't expect to be talking about the departure, but it would just be nice to be able to hear him and, and talk Blue Jays with him. So I'd be looking forward to that. Hopefully you all would be looking forward to that. And be looking forward to a boat Bar order. If you got one in there. And if not, why not? Because it's the best tasting protein bar ever. They have 18 amazing flavors. Um, like caramel brownie, lemon almond cheesecake, raspberry, peanut butter, mint brownie, orange. Whatever you could think of. Even if you like coconut. Which I'm one of those people who likes coconut. They coat them all in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They melt in your mouth. And they're healthy. They help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Because they're low calorie. They're low sugar. They're high in protein and fiber. If you're doing the the keto diet, it's great for that. And right now, Built Bar is actually doing a deal for uh, for the Cyber Monday. Everything. So if you go to BuiltBar.com and you want to order up. A tasty pack of built bars. They are offering 25% off everything. And a free advent calendar with like their little bites inside. And candy cane brownie built bars. That that just sounds insane. Like for Christmas and they've got white chocolate now as well so you can get white chocolate coconut and white chocolate cherry sundae so go to builtbar.com right now indulge in that cyber monday deal and get yourself all those built bars sounds awesome get it you are locked on blue jays your daily toronto blue jays podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Alright, it wouldn't be a Locked On Blue Jays episode without me talking about a player that the Blue Jays want to acquire. And we're going to go back on some old stomping grounds because, um, according to, uh, and I want to get this right, Larry Brown Sports, the Blue Jays really want Francisco Lindor. Really want him. That's according to a report from Shia Davidi. Um... So we've—I feel like we talked about Francisco Lindor like 19 times on this podcast. So, what else? What else do we got? Well, the Blue Jays really want him. They're really wishing hard for for Francisco Lindor. However, uh, Daviti reported that the Blue Jays will be hesitant to trade for Lindor unless they're confident they will be able to sign him to a contract extension, and. That makes a lot of sense. And not only does it make sense for Toronto, it makes sense for Cleveland. Because if you can guarantee more than one year of Francisco Lindor to the team you're trading him to, guess what? The price tag goes up. It gets a lot better. Now instead of getting rental-level players, you're getting a a number one prospect in an organization, a number two. You're getting Aurelvis Martinez. You're getting... You know, they, they would have to talk about Bo Bichette at that point. But that's, that's the thing with Lindor is that having that certainty for the Blue Jays is obviously the big thing. They know they're going to be able to compete for a while with the likes of Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Lourdes Gurriel and even guys like Teoscar Hernandez and, and Kevin Bichio, guys who are locked in for a while means this team is going to be able to compete in the American League East for a while. It makes sense to try and lock up Lindor before you even think about, you know, giving up so much capital to get him for one year. Like, sometimes that one year pays off. Fans in Toronto know that very well, thanks to Kawhi Leonard. But... That Raptors team was a team that had plateaued. That Raptors team needed to make a change to the dynamics in order to get further than it did before. We don't know what the ceiling is on this Blue Jays team because we're just starting to see the young talent emerge. We're just starting to see them advance to the major league level and get their feet wet and show what they can do. This isn't a team that needs to make a shakeup move. Getting Francisco Lindor would be great, but not at the expense of seeing just how high that ceiling is. Francisco Lindor's is a guy, like a Kawhi Leonard, who breaks up a ceiling. But you need to know you're at that ceiling first, and you need to make sure you don't trade away the support beams that are going to get you to that ceiling. I'm really exhausting this metaphor, but the point is made. It makes a lot of sense for the Blue Jays to be this cautious in discussing a Francisco Lindor deal with Cleveland. And, you know, apparently other teams are talking about him. That's great. They they still need to get that done. They still need to have that certainty. And that makes a lot of sense. I'm happy that the Blue Jays front office is taking this kind of tact with the Francisco Lindor deal. So, yeah, it's, it's not really a development, but it's one that makes me feel a little more comfortable in going after him. In thinking that, you know, they're not just chasing for the sake of chasing. So, that's something good to end this episode on. This, this, uh, has been a very, very down episode. But, um... Thank you all for for making it to this point. Um if you want to go back and try and find happier episodes where, you know, I don't have friends potentially in the hospital. Um you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Jays. all the links are posted on the Twitter feed you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews the underscores are there because Twitter is dumb but it allows for contact and um, if you want to um, send a little money Zoe's way to help with the medical expenses and everything that her and her family are going through. Um, She's on Twitter at ratrace123. Um, She has uh, a couple of fundraisers there on the main tweet, the pinned tweet. So check that out if you feel like um, donating to that cause. And, you know, hopefully the next episode will be a little happier. Um, Still planning on talking about the Blue Jays farm system. I still have that queued up, just... Life has been a series of gut punches lately. And hopefully, as we near the end of this hell spawn year, things start to turn around a little bit. Because it's doing its damnedest to go out with a bang right now. So... I hope it's it's not hitting y'all harder than it is me. Anyway, until we talk again, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at com, I'm E.J. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.